in the Netherlands, for instance, the, the women's version of Omloop at Nieuwsblad received uh, equal or higher viewing rates than the men's race. This is Cranked at Dawn, inspired by the Oslo Dawn Patrol cycling community in Norway. I'm your host, Hans Flensted Jensen. Thanks very much, Jim, for being with me today. I'm I'm really happy that you could join me on on such short no- short notice, uh, and you're the one who kind of uh, initiated the campaign to uh, collect money to the women's riders in the Strad Bianchi uh, on the on the 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 award money, uh, pound, amount of award to to the women's riders that you know you wanted to uh, make it more make it equal to that of the men. Uh, can you uh, tell us just uh, briefly and uh, two things basically what's your uh, background into cycling uh, i think we want to just hear a little bit about that first and then we can move on to to that campaign and how that came about yeah yeah i mean uh, you know uh, born and raised in the netherlands so bicycle is uh, is a very big part of uh, of our culture I've been riding bicycles before I was born. Never really got into playing football or you know things like that. So usually, when I when I was a kid, it was mostly riding my, my BMX bike, and then you know later in life, uh, it became a bit of a combination between doing running, distance running, and and riding my bike as well. So I did some duathlon racing and. I think since the age of twenty twenty one, it's been. Yeah, I fell really in love with the bike. You know, it's my it's my favorite sport. Whether it's mountain biking, road, or gravel racing nowadays. Uh, so yeah, it's just a part of my DNA. And yeah, next to that, you know, I've been a uh, been a big fan of the sport itself for for over twenty uh, five years. You know, uh, some of my biggest idols are from from the sport of uh, of cycling. So for me, you know, this is always a really special time of the year. When these classic races uh, kick off, uh, you make sure your day or your weekend is planned really well around these uh, events. Uh, sometimes to the dislike of your uh, your partner, but uh, you know it's it's a sacrifice. <laughs> you, you can't win them all. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. No. So, have you done any racing yourself, or has it more been uh, for recreational uh, purposes? You know, I've, I've I was a pretty good runner. So uh, I did really well in running, uh, mid-distance running. Um, it went up to the marathon. Uh, and b- bike riding, you know, I've, I've always loved it, but I just don't have the talent to be an elite rider. I've done some really good Grand Fondo races, and I always try to push myself. And uh, now with uh, things like Zwift and the whole digital world coming into play, of course, I see myself and I can measure myself against uh, the rest of the world but uh, i wouldn't say i'm a bad cyclist but uh, i'm definitely not the best i'm pretty good when it goes uphill and uh, you know i'm small and uphill in the netherlands that must be uh, that must be a bit difficult sometimes <laughs> yeah it is hard to find we call you know it's the wind we uh, we think the wind is the is the mountain so uh... it is i'm actually i'm actually danish and grew up in denmark and done a lot of cycling in denmark as well and one of the things that I learned once is that the wind that we have in Denmark and you also have in the Netherlands kind of often equalize. Uh, it's the same as a 6% uh, grade going uphill. Uh, so uh, definitely makes a difference. But I can totally follow you on this, that uh, 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 that you, you kind of look up to the pros, but I've never myself been had, you know, had the uh, the mentality to just, you know, go out there and kill myself in the 
each and every interval and just it's, it's too easy just to say ah I'll, I'll cut it here and go home and have a piece of cake and so on <laughs> yeah I mean, it's a luxury we have so it is it is so anyway um then uh, suddenly all of a sudden you came out of the blue uh, last week and uh, started this uh, uh, fundraising campaign tell us about that and how that came about yeah so like i said you know it's the uh last week was the the opening of uh of the classics uh week uh, week, uh period with uh, omloop at newsblad it's it's a holy period for me and a lot of other cycling fans of course and uh, so i always make sure i'm at home and watch the watch the races and uh, yeah didn't really take long before the first graph started to appear about the, the split of prize money between the women's winner Anna van der Breggen and Davide Ballerini, who won the men's race, and uh, yeah, there was a difference, and the difference was not small. You know, we were how much about, was it actually? I think it was a uh, well, it was less than a thousand euros for Anna, and uh, I think Davide Ballerini got sixteen thousand euros, so sixteen times more than the women's uh, participant. And I saw the graph for the first time, and I felt like, oh yeah. This is cycling, you know, it's, it's been like this forever and uh, welcome to another year of it. And then on social media, the graph just keep coming back to me like a boomerang. And more people were sharing it and speaking about their outrage and upset. And then at that point, I said, you know, we can talk about it as much as we want and we can share this thing as much as we want. But ultimately, I don't think this is the path to change. Apparently, we are all really upset about this. I am upset about it because I spoke about it with my daughter, who's eight years old, and I could not really <laughs> explain to her why you know boys were making more than women for the same thing. Uh, so I said, okay, you know, as fans, let's let's to say it bluntly, let's put our money where our mouths are, and uh, I'm going to put down a challenge. And my first challenge was to say I'm going to try and raise five thousand euros, and I'm going to give that money to the top five women's riders. Uh, at Strade Bianchi as prize money. And uh, I said, whoever wants to join, join. And I felt like within my network, I could be able to to collect that money. So um, it took about two, three days before we reached the 5,000 euro mark, which already was a a big win, of course. Um, But in the meantime, I had already tried and sent a story to some uh, some media. I was in contact with the Cyclist Alliance. They're like the, the riders' union for uh, for the women's peloton. So they try to look after their interests. And I was teaming up with a uh, another group called Internationals, a group of women riders who also uh, try to find attention for equality within the, the sport. And yeah, you know, I, I got really lucky because Velo News sent me a message out of the blue, say, hey, we're reporters, we'd like to talk to you. Uh, in the US, I mean, this is a bigger topic than in Europe. But the most reactions I started getting was from the Anglo-Saxon side of the world. And they said, uh, can you tell us? So I told them the story like I'm telling it to you right now. You know, this is 2021. We can't we can't be in a situation where we try to acknowledge and recognize <laughs> athletic performances by women in such a terrible way, you know, by giving them uh, 1,000 euros, whereas we give the men 16,000. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about this for, for ages and, and not really seen any kind of development, I think. No, exactly. And so this was the message I gave. And I mean, I, there are many reasons why this is the case. 
Uh, and once once this story broke, uh, we went from Wednesday to Saturday just before the race to about twenty five and a half thousand euros, you know, and we were seeing some incredible donations and responses. I mean, the, the money side was one thing which was good because in the end, the great news was we got more prize money for the women than the men got. So, you know, it showed how much the fans really uh, value and appreciate uh, the performance these ladies are putting on display. It's a strong message. It definitely is that you actually, you know, made it to a higher level. Yeah. But the, the most beautiful thing I think is, is that we had so many thousands of people just sharing the message, you know, engaging, uh, challenging the organization, challenging UCI, challenging brands and sponsors. They would go on their Insta pages and you know, leave messages and say, hey, what about this topic, you know? And uh, that's, I think that created a lot of momentum and really has put this spotlight uh, on, on the women's peloton. And the coincidence was, of course, that it aligned with uh, International Women's Day. So, yeah, that was just uh, a lucky coincidence, but it also made it way bigger than I was expecting it uh, to be. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, as you say, it was a coincidence that we had the Women's Day just, you know, basically the day after or two days after the after the race. Um, but you say you've got a, I mean, I've seen it, I saw it myself in social media, shared all over the places. It kept coming into my feed that this, this you know, fundraising campaign and so on. So I think that was a very strong message that so many people actually shared it. Uh, and I, I haven't actually checked on the GoFundMe page how many individuals actually contributed do, do you know that yeah close to 1100 1100 people actually donated out of their own savings to this campaign and i think that's that says a lot but have you had any reactions from from the corporate side of i mean organizers or sponsors so the race organizers uh, have been incredibly quiet uh, they are still quiet the uci who makes the rules and regulations about prize money you know, who has put this system in place is also very quiet. If you go on their website or on their Instagram page yesterday, they were celebrating International Women's Day and the comments they got were, yeah, you know, it was just a massacre. So um, we are not seeing any um, any improvements there. I can't really blame the race organizers too much. Um, they have to also have to work with the, the regulations that the UCI is, is providing them with. Um, but I think this campaign has shown that with a little bit of creativity and a little bit of cooperation, you can do amazing things. You know, it took me a cell phone and and one message and some pushing to to get a movement going. Uh, and imagine these organizations with hundreds of people behind it, what they could achieve. Um, so that side was a bit uh, bland, let's say. We've had some businesses reaching out to us saying, hey, we want to donate as well. Um, I actually declined, and the reason for declining was very simple, is that I wanted this to be a, a fan-based uh, crowdfunding. I wanted to show the value from the fan side, you know, uh, that we support these ladies. And I, the message I gave to every, every big brand that or corporation that, uh, you know, approached me was, if you want to be a part of it, be part of the structural solution of the problem. Let's talk afterwards and let's see and try and find ways how we can change the system of inequality within uh, women's cycling. And I have to say, together with the Cyclist Alliance, we have some interesting uh, 
follow-up steps uh, planned. Um, and I'm hoping that now, now that the momentum is here, that something great will happen. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to ask you about, that you have a great momentum. You have uh, businesses showing interest as well. And I mean, I, I totally follow you that I think it was a wise decision to keep the corporate contributions out of this campaign uh, for the time being to, you know, I think we can be honest. I mean, the corporate world, you know, want to be part of this, but they don't just do it because they want. There's always, I mean, they want to build their brand as well. And that's, I think that's kind of fair, but but it has to be genuine and done correctly as well. Uh, but what are the, the follow-up steps that you, that you will do now? So uh, what we want to do next is um, uh, one sponsor from the World Tour team has already Uh, shown us interest and asked us to um, make a calculation of what the difference is between the prize money that uh, the men get versus the women in all of the uh, World Tour races that both are competing in. So for that calendar, so we are calculating that. And they said, we'd like to work with you on seeing how we can get us and other brands involved to perhaps cover those funds for this year. So that's, I think that's very interesting, you know, if we can get that part of the equation going. And I think that in itself will already uh, form a bit of an alliance between companies that can say, okay, now we have a strong alliance. Now let's take it to the UCI and let's start talking about some more structural changes. You know, uh, I don't think the UCI should be, I don't, I don't see it how they can worry about, you know, banning the, the victory hugs after a finish line at the moment or the aerodynamic position on the bike when apparently there is so much more uh, urgent uh, topics that need to be uh, addressed. So we will definitely, yeah, definitely try to build a coalition and uh, we will definitely try and put more, uh, more pressure on, uh, on the UCI to come forward with some, uh, with some changes. Yeah. Are you, are you basically sounds like you had, bit of a kind of a forming uh, established some sort of some sort of uh, interest organization that will have as a purpose to 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 make a movement and push push this change uh, in the cycling in in specifically is that is that kind of what you're looking at uh, i i would i don't know i mean the the organization that has already been fighting this for a battle for a year a few years now is the cyclist alliance I mean, they are they are amazing, you know, and they have already achieved a lot. So whatever we will do, that will be, you know, to support them and it will be with the guidance of them. But I think uh, I've been able to show them, you know, the things that are possible and how we perhaps can uh, get other uh, companies and sponsors in uh, involved. And they are really open to this because they also see that the momentum is there. The attention has always been on the uh, the broadcast rights, of course, which is very important. Yeah, I mean, the, the TV discussion has been uh, all over the place as well. But yeah, for us on the outside, you know, we see this and we all feel like this is not part of uh, modern society anymore. And it's something that can be easily changed. It just needs a rule change, actually. So you say there's a rule. It's actually the UCI setting rules on the price levels. Uh, yeah. So there is actually a rule set saying men need to have a certain level and women has a, a lower level of price money. So they have a rule for the minimum for the men's world tour. So they say the men's world tour, this is the minimum uh, of prize money that you need to give per race. And uh, there is no uh, clear stipulation for the women's races. So what race organizers do is they they already struggle to 
to gather enough funds, you know, to uh, to meet the men's uh, prize money purse. And usually whatever is left um, goes back to uh, to the women's purse. And this this is the big uh, the big issue. Um, whereas I think if you uh, if you would change it, uh, it would be more beneficial for the women because the men make already a lot more money from the sport. They are not really dependent on the prize money, but for for women it can be you know an extra training camp or an extra coach or another investment in the into their own uh, own careers. So why not change it or why not at least make it fifty uh, fifty down the middle? This is such an old rule. Um, it's about time that we have another look at it. It is, it is, and I think what you're saying there—that for 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 the for the female riders, the price money can actually make a difference. And I, 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 I spoke to to one of the general managers for one of the uh, a pro team that we have here in Norway, the Uno X, uh, that is going to establish a women's team, and they are very, you know focused on making the same salary level having the same equipment and so on because what, what they say is you, you often see a pro team getting the old bus getting the old equipment getting you know getting all all the hand-me-downs uh, and then that's where the price money could make a difference but even they are just at a level that doesn't make any difference at all but do you do you think that um Is this something specifically for cycling, or do you uh, what? Uh, I don't know how much you follow other kinds of sports, or have been looking into that. Is this specific an issue we have in cycling, uh, or what do you think? I think uh, I'm pretty sure there are different uh, sports. I mean, I, I know I'm not a big fan, but snooker has the same discussion. Uh, two years ago, the the World Surfing League uh, had the same discussion, and they changed the rules: equal prize money for men and women. Uh, of course, we've had it in tennis for a really long time. Uh, the discussions around the, the payouts in in Grand Slam tournaments. So yeah, I mean it's still a trend in a lot of sports that athletic achievements by women are are undervalued. Does it make sense? Uh, you ask me. You know, I don't think so. And the interesting thing is, I, I have to admit that actually, uh, as much as I enjoy cycling, I don't spend so much time actually watching the races. Uh, that comes down to the fact that that's a priority of the time that I have available. I would I'd rather spend a, a more of that time outside riding. But uh, what I kind of see myself and what I hear a lot of people say is that when you watch the women's races, they are actually often much more interesting to watch because they have smaller teams they are more you know the races are just more interesting and you don't have the first six hours of just riding and waiting for something to happen for the last hour so so that that you know seeing it on the tv station should uh, the broadcasting should actually focus even more on on the women's side as well in addition to what you're doing here with the campaign around equalizing and so on Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, uh, women's racing is uh, is is very attractive uh, to watch. Um, maybe down to the fact that it's smaller teams, but I also feel that they ride more with their hearts, you know, and are, aren't really scared of putting it on the line. I really enjoy it, and this the women's sport has evolved so much over this last uh, decade, uh, which is also a reason why we should have more of it on TV. Funny enough. In the Netherlands, for instance, the the women's version of Omloop at Nieuwsblad received uh, equal or higher viewing rates than the men's race, and probably also to what you say, you know, you have to be a really big fan of the men's race to be sitting five hours in your chair and watch the entire thing. 
you know, then you're a real fan, but, but you know, it's going to be the last hour, maybe two. That is very, uh, very interesting uh, or could be interesting. And sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it's only the last 10 minutes. That is very uh, interesting. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, no, just actually one thing. What has the reaction, the, 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 the winners and the, 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 the price takers of the Strat Bianchi, what has their reaction been? Well, this is a uh, this is very interesting because uh, in the, in the beginning we had a bit of uh, restraint when we started the campaign and we we saw some quotes from uh, some of the Dutch top riders saying yes this is nice um, but uh, first and foremost we need to put the, uh, the sport on TV to you know bring more publicity to it and it's good for our sponsors etc it will grow the sport. And then I think when they saw that we had raised so much money and so many fans got involved with it, you know, and were sh showing their appreciation, uh, speaking to the Cyclist Alliance, they have been in contact with the riders and they, they, they have been blown away. You know, they, they almost feel a bit humbled and uh, they had a really hard time, some of them accepting the prize money as well, because for them it was, uh, it was tough to swallow that the fans, you know, had to come up with the money and uh, i think it opened also some uh, some doors or it started making them think about some things as well we've got a really great reaction from elisa longo borghini on our instagram page saying that she was really humbled and blown away by the fans and and their appreciation of the sport and they said that they are going to take the money and invest it back into the development of the sport you know and bring more riders to uh, to the game um, so they are putting the money to good use. We had some. Uh, we had a press release from SD Works, uh, who had the numbers one and two in the race, saying that they were also really humbled. But they see it as a part of a bigger thing. You know, the prize money is good, but also they say we 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 see this as a part of the the fight for more uh, publicity and broadcasting on on TV. So slowly but surely, you are seeing uh, some uh, some things, and it's it's changing in a different uh, direction. I think uh, it definitely made people think about it uh, differently. Yeah. And what about the the male riders? Have have they have you heard anything from from that side? No, not actually. Uh, nothing. No, no real pro has really stepped out and and spoke about it, which is a shame because I can tell you, I have. I have contacted quite a few of them and said, you know, guys, listen, this is the case. These are your colleagues, you know. Some of you are even in relationships, you know, with with these uh, with these girls. So you either train together or you know how much your partner is doing for the sport as well. Do you think it's it's honest, you know, if you win uh, a couple of thousand euros at a race and your girlfriend gets a bead on and a sticker for doing pretty much the same effort? So. But it's, it's been very, very silent uh, on that front. Um, I, I guess it also shows you how old and archaic the, the sport of, uh, of professional bike racing is. And I think it's mostly, you know, the, the road cycling, which is, uh, which is still in that phase. If you look to like mountain biking or gravel racing in the US, um, the, the ambiance and the, the community is completely different uh, they are way more ahead than than we are. Yeah, uh, it's it's much more probably. You you're right that it's it's probably much more diverse and much more you know uh, modern uh, in the way it's uh, it's structured. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's. I, I think what what I really like about about your campaign is actually that uh, I always say that uh, gender equality is not 
a fight for the women. It's a it's a fight for all of us. So that's why mm-hmm. it's not uh, when you say you don't hear anything from the from the men's world tour riders and so on. It could be because they basically just cannot focus on that. So be it. But still, I think they should. But it's it has to be a fight coming from from all all sides. It's not just the women riders, the female riders, who have to to raise the flag here and and, and fight for it. So so I think it's great that it's actually the fact that you and me are talking about it here and that you have actually managed to 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 raise that campaign and collect and raise uh, fundraise so much money i think it is going to make a difference this is just a small step but i think just the fact that you are he- getting all these reactions i i really hope that we can we can see some changes in the future yeah let's hope we don't have to have this uh, talk uh, next year after omloop you know and we can talk about stirkeprove or uh, something else uh, which is also very cool exactly exactly I would uh, I would love to have you up here in Norway and and riding so we can continue the discussion absolutely. So you've done Stirkepon, haven't you? You said yeah. Tw- I think it was 2012 we did it. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. I haven't done it myself. I know a lot of people who've done it, obviously, and uh, I always, I'm always very impressed about the fact that you can actually that you actually do it. You know, going over the mountain, it's raining, it's two degrees, and it's the middle of the summer, and it's just you know, f- f- it's, it sounds like a quite an effort. But uh, well, well done on that. Just one last thing: what uh, what has the reaction from your daughter been? Yeah, I mean, she was proud. She 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 was asking me every day about the updates on on the prize money for her. This was very very symbolic, of course, uh, and she just couldn't believe that so many people were involved with it. And uh, yeah, just just blown away. And I think it's a good example, you know, why and uh, she understands now. So. Yeah, um, I think it it makes all it, it makes all the difference that that generation. I have a daughter same age myself, and you know, just be able to say this that that it is actually worth. Not that I would basically probably not like her to be a professional cyclist, <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. But you know, just the fact that you can actually tell your children that changes changes coming. We people are actually doing something. Uh, absolutely so, so that's good but uh jim thanks so much for taking the time to speak to me it's uh it's been great and uh, i want to wish you all the best of luck uh, with the with the next steps and the follow-up and uh and everything that we will see coming my pleasure it was uh it was nice that you reached out to me and uh, i wish you all the best in uh, in norway with uh with the crazy situation we are in and i see you riding really early in the morning in the freezing cold so hopefully you can ride in the sun soon and enjoy it 